Conley's. Hello, 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 hello. Ooh, yeah. Have yeah. a chick. How chick. did that last episode sound? I thought it sounded fucking crisp. Yeah, it was. It was good. Good, I think. Came out good. As long as they don't touch those knobs. Don't touch the knobs. It's like Don't Wake Daddy. Remember Don't Wake Daddy? Was that a song or a movie? There's a board game. Don't Wake Daddy. Oh, yeah, to sneak by daddy to, sneak to get by out. sneak by daddy because if daddy woke up. I played that in real life at a, my best friend Joe's house many times. What did he play daddy? Many times. No, 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 no. We were trying to not wake daddy. His daddy was a doctor, so he was Dr. Daddy, and we were trying not to wake him up. because We, we were staying up late playing in 64 Dr. And like, daddy and the sleepers was his band yeah back in the back in the late yeah. late 70s but now he's an actual doctor because he kind of fizzled out right yeah. yeah the band didn't work so he went to medical school he's gotta get his sleep yeah well now he's retired yeah so but he doesn't do anything he doesn't then. do anything he's just like independently wealthy yeah but anyway back then yeah he was dr daddy and we were trying to sneak by him all the time because we were playing video games we were up late playing uh you know wcw and nwo revenge mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and uh like you know all the call your hits Bomberman 64 yeah all, all your classics yeah we had a, a, the audience member behind you just got pumped for Bomberman for Bomberman 64, 64. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and um but occasionally we would wake daddy and like we'd be going yeah. out to the garage to like go grab some Gatorade because we were like 13 years old and we were like yeah let's go yeah. sneak some Gatorades yeah because we weren't drinking beer yet or anything and uh, then you know, Daddy would wake up, and and he was he was quite upset because yeah, what Daddy punished Daddy 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 was typically very nice. Yeah, like he's a good man, nice man, nice Daddy. Also, that dude could drink Coors Light. I'm telling you, but light, which is yeah, he's Coors stayed, Light. Yeah. Now th- back in the day, oh man, like I never saw that dude wobbly ever in no, my entire no life. No Natty Light for Daddy. Right. No Natty for Daddy. No Natty for Daddy. He was a Coors Light man, so he's yeah. drink, he's doing these silver bullets all the time, and he's as straight as an arrow, man. Just straight as an, never saw him wobble. Whereas, of course, my dad, it was I, you know, count the number of times on one hand that I wasn't seeing him wobble. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that was. Uh... Oh, speaking of which, that's a deep topic. Yeah, wait, I got. Let's just go right into it. You know, you heard up top. It's a very special episode. So before we get started. My name is Bo. His name is Bo. My name is Mike. That means you're listening to Tope Suicida. It's what wrestling can be. We're on the shit house couch in my pad. It's a little warm in here, but it's not as warm as the Truman episode. Oh no, that was way <laughs> too way too warm. But I've got an AC unit. It's in the bedroom, so it's not. We're in the living room. It's not. It's not like blowing directly on us, but it's keeping the house livable. And outside, I don't know if you guys know about this. I don't know if you heard about this, uh, but we're having a historic heat wave in Portland this weekend. Hopefully, it ended yesterday, Monday. Hopefully, because it's hopefully comes out it ended, Hopefully, yeah. right now we're on the first day of three. Right. Yeah. So when you're hearing entering, this, we're entering peak. We might be dead. Because so by the time we get to four or five. The, we'll be done recording and the AC will be pumping though. We'll be so. done. We'll crank the AC. We'll have the fan pointed at us. Uh, it's going to be groovy. So yeah, we got a really special episode for you guys today. But before we kind of get into it, I just want to, I want to give you uh, the down low on what's going on with my dad. It's a dad, so this is a, a very special episode. So this is a very yeah. special update update. Right. Uh, because this, these updates do not come from text messages from my dad. Oh. They came 
from an actual in-person visit that I had with the man who sired me. Wow. We're doing a lot of that in-person stuff lately, and we'll talk about, I'll talk more about that after you give me the update. update. Hadn't seen him in several years. <laughs> Went back. Okay. Spent a couple hours with dad. Where is dad? On located? the couch. Dad's down in Southern Oregon. Okay. Where he has lived basically his entire life. Why would I move? Why would I move? I love this place. This is this is where I, this is where this is where I was raised. Why would I move? <laughs> and uh, so uh, I just want you to know that he explained to me <laughs> that um, I can't wait. I even though God knows everything, mm-hmm. past, present, and future, yeah. and is aware of every decision that you and I are going to make before we make it. Yeah, free will still exists. Yeah. So we can still do things to hurt God's feelings, mm-hmm. even though. So God designed it to be like, maybe every once in a while, I want to have my feelings hurt instead of just being like, no, this is it. This is how it happens. So th- that's that's where I was confused. And he didn't do a great job of explaining it to me because I was like, well, OK, so if the if if the maze is set up by the maze maker. Yeah. And he kn- but but also all he knows that all there's only one path through the maze for each of us. Yeah. Then it our choice we don't have a choice as to which direction we go through the maze because there's only one path because right. you can see it it's a linear it's a line yeah. from start to finish yeah. and then you die. So basically as I as I understand it you and I have been we were born to be damned. Okay. Right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. there was no uh Unless we, you know, we, 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 we convert back mm-hmm. to Christianity. Right. In which case we were born to be saved. Right. But I, whatever happens, the clockmaker knows what's going to happen. Interesting. Because that's, you know, right. So, so like either, either God can be omnipotent or God can be benevolent uh, or, and surprised. Mm-hmm. Right. But being both is hard. And I was always like, yeah, that seems, those two seem mutually exclusive. Those two yeah. ideas. Yeah, Apparently separate. not. No, he reconciles oh, it. So he's he re- more he like, reconciles it. I don't know how or why. Hey, cause he didn't really answer me. Hey God. Yeah. Hey God, you looking to get cut. I know you like to be punished. God, you said this plan for us, but we're breaking. It makes you feel Clint, so You sick. can't keep coming up here. It's not your time. I keep telling you that I'm not going to be a part of your foreplay. Listen, I wake up every morning at eight 30 coming to church. And I still speak my piece before I go open the store. I know the church isn't even open on Mondays or Tuesdays or Thursdays but or that's Fridays. Why I say or them all the embarrassing stuff. So no one hears it in the congregation. Reverend. I'm not a re- I'm not a reverend. I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude like you, but I don't I I don't have a body. That's all. That's all this is. So I don't even know how I would. I don't even know how I would fuck your wife because I can't. I never even asked. did I ask you to do that. Yes, many times. <laughs> oh, you're right, many you're many right. times. Well, I need a big God. I love a big God, and Lorraine loves God, the big biggest one, and you're the biggest one up there. You know what I was thinking was that maybe after we go to church on on Thursday, you could just come on over to my house. I'm going to have some bucks. I told you the congregation's not going to be here on Thursday. I'm going to have a few bucks over at my house, and they're going to be fresh off of church. We're all going to be jazzed up on that Jesus juice. We thought maybe you could come over, and we're going to have a little bit of a soiree. Now, is this, is this the Kool-Aid again, or is it actually the blood of me? Because I really don't appreciate y'all blaspheming with the blood of me. 
during the party. I told you, the only thing, the only flavor I like is cherry Kool-Aid. Okay. That's all I can drink. I know, you have a real bad problem with it staining your teeth. That's all I can drink. That's why my teeth are stained all the time and I can't wear no white shirts anymore. That's why Lorena only buys me dark colors to wear. Even though I'm a, I'm a, what you call, a, my skin tone is an autumn. Yeah, my skin tone matches. It looks better when I'm wearing like a yellow mustard or an orange, a burnt orange. It just fits better with my hair and my skin tone. Listen, Clint, I'm sorry. I have like 40 million prayers to try and get through today and you are just taking right, up well, a lot of my time i just got can you at least check my tracking number for the dick cage i got coming from extreme that's i'm not affiliated with oh, fedex God. i don't know how many times i have to tell you i have no jurisdiction over fedex that's not on my radar american football is not on my <laughs> radar fedex tracking not on my radar uh, whether uh, your children uh, decide to forgive you for whatever you've done to them. That's not my right. department. That's up to them. I just thought that it was all pre Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll see you later, guys. I don't know how to explain this any more clearly. I made a mistake when I set this whole thing up. I can't stop it. It just keeps going and going and going and going and going. I thought it was a good idea. It wasn't. Okay? Okay. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, I'll get out of your hair. That what? Thank, I'm yes, locked thank in this you. church. This church. Who locked me in the church? I cannot. You're get help. There's no. There's no lock on heaven. You can. There's a door right ah. there, Clint. <laughs> there's no lock on heaven. Oh, it's a you're very free to leave at any time. <laughs> it's a very special you're episode. Free to here. leave at any time. So anyway, that's the update. That was um, that's the update from Dad. Oh, also, I opened his uh, cupboard and he offered me a snack, um, but I really wasn't hungry for somewhere between twelve and thirty-six cans of Progresso clam chowder. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, thick. Hey, before we go any further, though, we get, we gotta squash some beef between me and you. I think so. So the other night about the fucking ninja the other night. So the other night, <laughs> it was Wednesday night, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike and I have a friend in town, uh, a friend that I'm in love with. Obviously, Mike knows that. Um, <clears throat> out there, she's just wonderful. She's beautiful. She's just smart, funny. Anyway, that's not the, that's the not point. the point. She's beautiful. And I love that's her. not the point. Uh, but <sighs> the lady came out. We were at uh, a bar, and the lady came out the uh, the tender the bartender, and she said, "Hey, last call." And I was like, okay, last call. And then oh, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. sitting next to me, and I was next to just yeah. this this mutual person. Yeah. And uh, you vanished. And, and she looked at me, and she said, hey, where'd Mike go? And I looked over, I was like, what? Did Mike bail? That's weird. He left his drink here. And then I I said, being about four gin and tonics deep. Right. And at the first gathering of comedy people I've been to, that's more than two people. Right. In over a year and a half. Yeah. And I said, I'm just going to drink this this drink mike's drink i'm not gonna have him waste it because yeah. the lady came by again was like hey grabbing cups yeah and then you showed back up with a yeah. new thing because probably you were, like not like 90 seconds later i showed it back felt up. like an eternity right yeah yeah and, no i understand and and uh <laughs> and you had a full one another one's the same one an old-fashioned and yeah. i was sipping on your uh, the older old-fashioned and I the had to say, fashion. I thought you left, but you instead, because you're, I don't go to bars very often. You knew that last call, I should go get my drink and I'll have two now to sip on after last call. Right. I know that thing, but I, I don't practice it because I'm not a barman, you know? Right. You're not a barman. I'm more of a barman these days than you are. So I took, I took your drink. I was yeah. sipping on it, talking to this woman that I love next yeah. to me. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and then you saunter up and I have to deeply apologize. And, and then 
I apologize, but then I left. Yeah. And you text me at one thirty saying, uh, "I hope you got home okay," which I did. Yeah. Thank you. And then you said, "But I have some beef." And then I responded in the morning. What beef was it from the drink? And then you have yet to answer the question. So is that the beef? All right. And can we squash it? Yeah. Listen. So um, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Oh no. Um, There's no beef. I have absolutely no idea what the beef was. <laughs> it very. It could have been the drink. Yeah. It could have been the drink. Uh, it's very difficult to say now because at that point, because it was Wednesday and it's, it's Saturday now and you took three days to never, (laughs) when I, yeah, when I got home, uh, there had been a full sidewalk dance party that occurred, um, Mm -hmm. along Alberta street on the walk home. And then, uh. And then, yeah, you know, um, it's probably good, actually, that you drank that other half old-fashioned because it was um, good, that too. was enough. The The amount of whiskey that I had had was enough. Well, I, yeah, you know? I went a bit overboard, and I think it, it, it I felt fine, but I did uh, buy too many because I didn't want to spend that much money when right. I was there. That was the Oh, yeah, I definitely crucial. spent too much money. I spent and, too much money, yeah, and, yeah. But I think it was because it was the first time in front of people, Yeah, you know? Me too. With comedy people that I haven't actually seen. Me too. Me too. And also, when you're interacting with someone that you're in love with, yeah, you you sometimes you just got to buy a bunch of gin and tonics or old fashions or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. And sulk about it the next day. Sulk about it the next day. And sometimes you just got to text your friend and say you got beef, and you don't even know what that (laughs) means, man. I don't even know what that meant. And then I send you a beef diaper shirt. Uh Like, hey, why you mop it up? That's what that was. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the beef diaper shirt was. Crying over there with your beef. Anyway, we got huge news. Do you hear that in the wind? Ride on your horse down to Huge News Avenue. We got pitches for your horse on the curb. Take it, Mike. And then we're gonna see how much news you can fit in your cornhole. Got news for you, baby, all night long. All night long. Fill your ten-gallon hat with some huge news. Ten gallon hat with some huge news today. Ten gallon hat with your huge news. Fill your ten gallon hat with your huge news today. I said, Mike, I need the song to be about 30 seconds long. And then what you given me, he gave me this time to do what I want with it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, baby. Oh, now I do, huge yeah. News, huge news, party time, huge news. I want to sing the whole song, but I'm hesitant because of the audience that might hate it. Yeah, well, maybe we could just talk about some of the elements that exist in the song. Um, well, we ride horses. Yep. There's hitches. Uh, on the road and the curb. For your curb. But here's what Horse. I want to actually talk about. Okay. Because the lyrics are done. I'm done with that bit. Great. I ended it. Okay. I, I you, you kept going and I said, fuck you, and I kicked you in the jaw. Okay. That's true. Yeah, I've been super kicked. <laughs> uh, so have these WWE releases, which is a huge woo, news. We're adding woo, to the 2020. You want to hear up till now the 2021 releases of WWE? Hit me with them. All of them. Give me them. We have. Them. These are all wrestlers. These aren't even the backstage people. We got Lars Sullivan. Yeah. Steve Cutler. The Big Show. Yeah. Andrade. 
Wesley Blake, Bo Dallas, Callisto, Tucker, Chelsea Green, Mickey James, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Samoa Joe, but now hired back, Daniel Bryan, <laughs> uh, uh, Kavita Devi, uh, I don't know who that is, Alexander Wolf, Ezra Judge, Skylar Story, Vanessa Bourne, Jasmine Duke, Velveteen Dream, who cares, Santana Garrett, Buddy Murphy, Lana, Ruby Riot, Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, and then adding to the list... As of June 25th, wow. Ever Rise is a tag team of Chase Parker and Matt Martell. No, August idea who Gray. That is. Yeah, they're earlier NXT people, I believe. Uh, oh. Tony Nice. Okay. Uh, uh, Aria Davari. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, Fandang- right. Fandango. Fandango. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Stallion. Don't know who that is. He probably sounds like a cruiserweight, though. Does Kurt Stallion uh, sounds like a cruiserweight? Bollywood Boys. We know Sunil and, and Samir Singh. Oh, the Bollywood Boys. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Their biggest thing was getting beat up by Randy Orton yeah. next to, next to um, what was his name? Part of 3MB. He was the champion Slater? for Slater? No. No. They, they, uh, Mac, uh, Jinder Mahal. Yes. Yeah. The other, the third person that I mentioned that was in 3MB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The third MB. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tino Sabatelli, which I guess he was back for a bit. <laughs> Apparently he was Because he was on a dark match Apparently we watched. he was back. Uh, Killian Dane, that sucks. Yeah. Marina Shafir, sucks. Arturo Rojas. I think Arturo Rojas... Ross was in. Was he one of? No, he's not one of the three luchador guys. But I don't. So I don't know him huh. in particular. But that acid list. That's the huge news. That's not really okay. So so clear something up for me if you know yeah. the Daniel Bryan thing. That was just his contract expired. Right. Same with and Big he Show. Didn't, he didn't want to resign. Correct. Same with yeah. Big Show. So he wasn't. They, they weren't at least dumb enough to fire Daniel Bryan, who was the absolutely the most popular wrestler. Of like more, he was more popular than any other wrestler for the time that they allowed him to be on top. Mm-hmm. Other, and I mean, you Cena, know, maybe Cena, yeah. maybe Cena, but but as far as a pure babyface, yeah. universal, be, universally beloved. Cena's like a every, beyond wrestling recognition kind of face. People where are Daniel's cheering like, him, yeah. half cheering him, half are booing yeah. him, right? But he's still getting he's still getting an amazing reaction from the crowd, right. a huge reaction. But but everyone in the arena was screaming for Daniel Bryan dur- yeah. during that, whatever, those two, two, three years, whatever. Uh, so that to me, like, I haven't seen that overwhelming approval for a wrestler. So it was like Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, and then I'm trying to think, right? I mean, Stone Cold, certainly. And maybe there was someone that in between that was like that over, maybe Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I think I feel like Eddie and and Cena kind of yeah. cross paths in that trajectory, you know. Yeah. Before Eddie is untimely passing. Yeah, but uh, just uh, like like WrestleMania 30, right? Like the crowd went yeah. so yeah, I feel ballistic. Like biggest we say a lot WrestleMania moment, but for real, biggest moment in WrestleMania in the modern history. Yeah, think, for sure. Def- I mean, it, 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 it was an eruption the the likes of which you don't see in modern wrestling yeah like everyone's hopes and dreams were validated in that moment and people there was like one stupid chant the whole match because everyone was just cheering daniel bryan on yeah so anyway that's my little stump speech about about daniel bryan i'm glad they didn't actually fire him because everyone that would be else the dumbest though, thing on that list there's so many there uh, most of them are not main eventers obviously yeah but Part of the reason, because they have the talent to be that but someone doesn't believe in them aka vince mcmahon usually doesn't believe in yeah. them. yeah um 
some of them are sex predators, which is a good riddance. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so see you later. Um, but I feel like someone like Fandango, Bri- the the mid card, upper mid card people like that, they're going to be fine. Oh yeah. Uh, but I also, it, it, I'm not too worried about these layouts happening now for these performers because they're all pretty talented. And we're getting to a point where indie wrestling is happening now with fans again yeah. because of the vaccinations and whatnot. So yeah. they have outlets to actually get work again. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of different places. There's more viable places for people to go now than there has been since probably since WCW closed. We could see Tino show up on Dark. We could see Tino show up on Dark Elevation. We could see Tino show up on Rampage. AEW has Savvy. a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, AEW good. has a lot of shows. And then also... New Japan is more popular now and in the probably the last like yeah. what seven or eight years yeah. than it was uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was kind of like the uh, little dip and dark period for New Japan where they were rebuilding. And um, then, of course, you know, you ended up with with Okada and the rest of the stars mm-hmm. kind of right blossoming through the aughts and into the 2000 teens, whatever. Right, yeah, so Bullet Club, all that. Yeah, so like you can go wrestle in New Japan, you can wrestle in AEW, you can wrestle in in these. Um, I feel like even the indie promotions have a bigger awareness around them now because of social media. So and like, even if they don't pay as well, obviously, at yeah. least because of social media. If you have a good match in one of those, yeah, a bigger player might see you, and if you want to play in that yard, you have that a bigger possibility to do that, which yep. is exciting. And also like the NWA exists. The NWA was, yeah. has, was basically dead and buried for, you know, however many years, I don't know, but they're, they're at least a somewhat viable option. So you have like Thunder Rosa, right? She's wrestling all yeah. over the place. You can do that now. So these people, this is a, not a necessarily a bad thing, you know, Despite especially on my raid, we will have wrestling matches in cages. <laughs> That's all I got. What what's what song is that? It's Billy Corgan. It's NWA. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. Well, I forgot because yeah, you're, you're uh, we're both Smash Heads, but Billy you're a bigger, yeah, I'm a you're big a slightly Willie. bigger Smash yeah. Head. Yeah, <laughs> huge. Me just a wand fan. I think we've talked. About this. Yeah, you're a you're a big you're a big uh, Corgi guy, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sort of um, you're you're really into his solo stuff and everything, and mm-hmm. I'm, I I kind of just like. You know, if he's not wearing a scarf on stage, I'm not interested. Yeah, I kind of bailed. I kind of bailed after Siamese Dream. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's uh, we wish all these uh, wrestlers the best of luck. I think, you know, guys like all these all these people. Uh, Buddy Murphy is going to kill it. Damo is going to kill it. Killian Dane. Damo's going to um, You know, obviously, you know, Andrade and he's already killing it. If Daniel Bryan wants to wrestle somewhere, he's yeah. get Brian Danielson. The return of the American Dragon is going to be. I mean, there's like, there's so much money. Even if it's two years, one year, you know, one year, one match. Yeah, yeah. You can can make you a lot imagine of him wrestling? If is he was, the American Dragon at Wrestle Kingdom, or just yeah, and just doing almost like a UFC thing? I'm doing one match, like yeah. Undertaker. I'm doing one match this year. Yeah. It's at this marquee event. It's gonna be versus Okada. It's gonna be versus Naito. It's gonna be versus uh, uh, whoever else is on top right now. And and Jay White. Jay White. Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway, let's move on. That We God. wish everyone the best. Huge news. That's the huge news. Huge. We rode in our horse. But now we have to actually talk about some serious business because oh, yeah. all morning, yeah, Mike, all morning, I've been staring at ImpactWrestling.com's webpage yeah. for Slammiversary 
2021. It's hard to say. I'm not drinking, but it's hard to say. Yeah. When you say slam anniversary, you feel drunk. Slam anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's the um, slam anniversary. So this one is the 15th anniversary of slam anniversary. Okay. Say that the 15th anniversary. Yeah, the 15th anniversary of slam anniversary. Yeah. So it's I got I got some about slam anniversary. Slam anniversary anniversary. Yeah, it's a slam anniversary anniversary. Slam anniversary anniversary. And I got a bio uh, the bio review. Slam Slammiversary is a professional wrestling pay-per-view. Yeah. Produced by American Impact Wrestling Promotion. Okay. The American. You get it. It is considered one of Impact's flagship pay-per-view events, along with Lockdown and Bound for Glory. Of course. Yeah. Who could forget Lockdown and Bound for Glory? We've talked about them immensely. Yeah, and that's why this is such a dilemma. Should we watch it or not? Classic. Because we've watched all the other events. Yeah. This is the first This is the first type of episode that we've ever done this where right. we're talking about whether we're not going to watch any wrestling this episode. No. Well, we, well, we might. We're going to watch you guys Dynamite later, but it's not part of the show. But it's not part of the show. This is all about... Should we should we watch Slammiversary? Yeah. <laughs> you put your tongue in your cheek when you said it. <laughs> should we watch Slammiversary? Yeah, we watched Bound for Glory. We were locked down with the lockdown. Um, uh, hard, hard to kill. We watched that. Watched the other one um, after that one. Break stuff. That one mm-hmm. we we definitely watched. Um, the uh, and they're all ten dollars. Except for this one. This one's a bit more expensive. Impact Bar Stars. Mm-hmm. That one was really good. We watched all of those. Impact Impact was a good one. Yep. It was in a different font, though. Impact Under Siege. Uh-huh. Impact Under Siege 2. Im- Impact uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. So, also about Slammiversary. So, Mike. <laughs> so, Mike. Sorry, that was just a really funny show. <laughs> it I was remember. good. There was a lot of comedy. Uh, there was matches. so much comedy. So until 2017, the events, Slammiversary events, were typically held in June, celebrating the anniversary of the promotion's first event that was held on June 19th, 2002. Right. Since then, though? Yeah. July. July. It's sort of a, a, a WWE WrestleMania backlash situation where they are moving it they were moving yeah. it around for or like a, a hell in the cell that just happened in the middle of summer when it's usually october yeah so this one's july 17th 2021 mm-hmm. today's date's june 29th june's 29th anniversary <laughs> and i i, I want to do this have a big tail on this just so we can really yep. think about it and think about should we watch yep. anniversary it's 2021 50th anniversary yeah just make sure you yeah just hurry because Hurry, because it was just a Slammiversary. Yeah, but it, we got... I'm in a Slammiversary hurry. The matches for Slammiversary. Okay. So I only have three of them right now. Because we're, we're still two weeks... Why only three? We're still two weeks away, and they're not all announced yet. Oh. But I figured, why wait? Yeah, why wait? Because we're huge Impact fans. Yeah, we're big packed heads. We love all the wrestlers. Yeah. Um, The ones I... The matches I have are just a big gaggle of dudes. There's no, there's no women's matches announced yet. I'm sure there will be. Yeah. But the matches we have now are just just a bunch of dudes. Okay. But we know all these dudes. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about that first match to really yeah. dig in? Can I guess what the first match is? Yeah. Garrison Frost versus... No. Oh. He's not even in the first match. Why oh. would you say that? Who is that? Garrison Frost. He's a, he's a high flyer of the highest magnitude. Do you not know? Mm-mm. You must you must have forgot. No, yeah. He was in lots of X Division yeah stuff yeah he was um he was in a match at um at uh dusty roads oh 
R O A D S. R O A D S. Yeah, yeah copyright, copyright. Clever. Copyright. Yeah. 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 They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Impact knew, Dusty Rhodes. Je- Jeff Jeff Jarrett knew what he was doing with that one. It was yep. TNA slash Impact TNA, Dusty Rhodes. TNA NWA. And what was his name? Garrison Frost. TNA NWA Triple A Blue Cross Blue Shield. Blue Cross. So, what was it Frost? Is the name Garrison Frost? What was your favorite part about his match at the first uh, Bound for Glory event that we watched in two thousand? Yeah, I think probably my favorite thing was like when, so like, remember when he was up on the ladder mm-hmm. and then, and then he fell? Yeah. He yeah. heard as he was out for a few months after that. He, it was actually Yeah. Tragic. So he fell, he's been out, he's out. They And, um, I remember when that happened, that was, you texted me cause we weren't watching it together. Of course. Yeah. He's actually been out for quite a while. So it's sort of like, it's more than just a slam anniversary. It's a, it's, it's the, it's the anniversary of garrison frost do you think he's coming back injury of his injury not his you know so okay so you don't think it's going to be his big return at slam anniversary 2021 you think it's just going to be his like the celebration that his injury has passed 10 years ago yeah that's how i think the show is going to open he's just going to walk out and then it'll be like take off a knee brace you know and like the neck brace yeah and he'll just be like you know what I'm back, and my new next tag team partner is Raven, baby. So you're, this happens a lot. We talk about these shows, and Raven comes up. Yeah, what about Raven? And I think he's done. You think he'll be back at any moment? Oh, Raven! He's could perched come back in the rafters. Yeah, at any time, ready Raven to come back. pounce on a roadkill. Right, like a raven. Yeah, any moment. Yeah, him, sick boy. Reese was Lodi. Sick, was sick boy Billy Kidman? So no, they're different himself. dudes. They're different <laughs> dudes. Kidman, Sick Boy, Reese, Lodi, um, Saturn, Trash Can, Saturn, Harry. <laughs> Blastoise. Yeah. Um, voiced by Bruce Megalox and um, and uh, Beanbag. All the the all the flock. Well, what I hear is he is actually coming back. That is confirmed. And Beanbag? He, no, Frost. Garrison Frost. Garrison Frost. He is coming back, and he's actually going to announce the first match, which is the Ultimate X match, because he was Ooh. a big X Division guy. Yeah, he's a big said. X head. Yeah. Yeah. So that was laid out. That makes sense. And <laughs> let's let me tell you about this Ultimate X match. Yeah. Tell me about the Ultimate X, Mike. For the first time in over two years, one of the most dangerous match types in Impact Wrestling history returns on July 17th at Slammiversary. Josh Alexander will defend the X Division title against Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, Rohit Raju, Rohit Raju, and Petey Williams in a high-risk, high-wire spectacle known as Ultimate X. Wow. This match, I believe, is an, an octagon-shaped ring with... A giant X. Yeah, two strands of of cables suspended yeah. above the r- the ring. Didn't uh, the old X division only only used to have those? The, wasn't that the whole point of the X division? Was that the title, the X division title, was contested in that match? Yeah, like it was always it was always up there, that match ladder high, but you're not allowed to use a ladder. You have to go up on the turnbuckles and, and climb across, shimmy over across get the shimmy title. You yeah. have to shimmy to get this. Yeah. Title. To win your big match, you have to shimmy. Yeah, well, that's what they do. That's what they teach you in basic training. Mm-hmm. The if you're uh, I don't know any Marines out there. Do you think you go into the train or raw? 
I'm basically a marine. Uh, I thought you were talking about wrestling training, like when you go into the gym and then you on your you think it's an arm day, but you see the the X division ropes are up and you're like, oh, it's an X day. You have to it's shimmy to that. Oh, it's an X day, <laughs> man. This is gonna burn my crotch. <laughs> Not used to the X. You want to talk about these guys in this match? Yeah, let's talk about the guys because we maybe this is also a good opportunity to break out kind of a an impromptu. Who's gonna win? I mean, yeah. Do you want to control it? I have all the numbers here. Yeah, you sort of... Well, why don't you go ahead and control it? Okay, okay, okay. So, I mentioned the champion, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Very unique name. Yep. He's from Toronto, Ontario, yep. Canada. Yep, It's good looking. Best uh, headgear in the business right. since Rick Steiner. Yes. Okay, so this is confirming that Mike does, in fact, know who Josh Alexander oh, yeah. is. I'm a big... I'm a big... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big... You know, big guy. He's going to be another head, but you diverted. Uh, his height is six foot one inch, six foot one. Weight, 240 pounds. It's a good size for a wrestler. Yeah. His signature move. What do you think it is? I don't know what it is, but I have the name of it. You yeah. Can, you can just try both. Yeah. What is it? And then name the move. Yeah. So it's um, what it is, is it's a uh, wait. Let me read you his bio first. That's what we were going to do. Sorry, everyone. This is a new format. We've never done this one because we've never struggled with such a high value question of should we watch, should we watch it? Yeah. So we're trying to analyze like every aspect of this. I got an show. email that said if we did, if, if we don't watch Slammiversary that I might get a, a virus. So. I'm dealing with that too on top of this whole Whoa. conversation. So who sent the email? I don't know. Oh no. It said J J, but I'm not quite sure. J was anyway. Josh Alexander is a young, hard hitting Canadian athlete who came to impact wrestling with a plan to dominate. And so far he is succeeding as a former impact world tag team champion walking weapon. That's in quotes now competes in the X division. At Rebellion, Josh Alexander defeated Ace Austin and TJP to capture the X Division title. I feel like the X Division title, when it came out initially, was like a cruiserweight title. Yeah. Because this 240-pound dude. That's a heavyweight, my man. That's a heavyweight. That's a heavyweight. Okay, so with that bio, what do you think his move is called? Yeah. His his finisher is, is called the Polar Eclipse. Okay. And it's a... Um, it's a fireman's carry that he turns into, um, a, uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like a TKO where he turns so he it into a, the knee? turns it into a, no, no, he, uh, he turns, it's a fireman's carry into a cutter. Okay. So he's got him up there and then he tosses him, they spin a bit and then he, and then he, then he him in the cutter, cutter. and he, yeah. he out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Which you guys knew it was coming because yeah, he was in the fireman pose. Yeah. Fireman pose. Uh, it's actually called the divine intervention and I, I don't oh. know what move it is. Huh. Okay, so I mean, potentially I'm one for two. Let's just say you are. Okay, great. I'm one for two. All right, so his opponents, because it's the next division, there's a lot of a lot of opponents. Yeah. Trey Miguel from Toledo, Ohio. Mex, uh, New Mexico, Toledo, New Mexico. No, it says OH. Is that Ohio? Yeah, that or is. Is that another Canada thing? OH. Uh, Ontario. <laughs> Ontario. Ontario. Anyway, to, I think it's Toledo, Ohio. Because I think okay, Toledo. Listen, oh yeah, Toledo. Right. Mike and I yeah, we went Toledo. to public school. Uh, height five nine, weight one hundred seventy two. So a cruiserweight. Here's his bio. Trey Miguel is back in Impact Wrestling with a newfound aggression. Where will this new attitude take him? Only time will tell. 
Yeah. Um, what's his move? Great from, bio. From that bio, what's his move? It's got a cool name. Um, Think of something cool. It's got a cool name. Um, the uh, it's called the it's called the harpoon rush. What is the harpoon rush? Harpoon rush, like a spear thing, is a the harpoon rush is a um, it's no, it's a lawn dart where you where you throw somebody face first into the middle turnbuckle. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, no, though, it's called fresh to death, which is a good name. I don't know what it is though. Me, yeah. So I guess I'm. Uh, it could be. It could be the lawn dart. It's called fresh to death. I feel like it's a high fly move, like a like a moon salt something. But you don't know for sure. No, I have no idea. All right, so let's say I'm two for four. Okay, it's two for four. Next opponent, Ace Austin. Oh, Ace From Austin Aries. I love that dude. Atlantic City, New Jersey, New Mexico. <laughs> no, NJ. This oh. Height 5'8", weight 175 pounds. Uh, the one, as one of Impact Wrestling's youngest stars, so this is a different person. This is not Austin Aries. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Right. No, it's, well, it's Austin Aries' son, I think. Oh, okay. Ace Austin has proven to be nothing short of a prodigy. 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 He's both a prodigy and the progeny of Austin Aries. Austin Aries. In less than a year with the company, Ace became the X Division champion, defeating four other competitors in a ladder match. At Impact's biggest event in 2019, Bound for Glory. We watched it. We paid the whole thing. We loved it. Classic. Best best seven, 17.50 we ever spent. Yeah, best. Ha- uh, has the success gone to Ace's head? Maybe. Or maybe Ace has always been this obnoxious. Whatever the case, Ace swaggers into the next phase of his career with the utmost confidence that it's going to be Ace's up. Now, what's that move called that he does? Oh, obviously, it's called Ace's up. So close. It's called the fold. It's it is card related. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. The yeah, fold. I knew you. I knew you meant that. Now that we, I think we're halfway with the characters in this or the people in this match, and let's 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 talk about how we're feeling now about should we watch it or not, knowing four people in this yeah. in this four or five six seven person. Match. Yeah. How do you feel? Like, I'm leaning towards yeah. I think we should watch it. I think we should watch it. You think it's going to be high flying enough this match? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be. There's going to be a lot of. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of um, small wrestlers like climbing high up mm-hmm. onto things and like falling down through things. Yeah, I picture a lot of Josh picking up smaller yeah, yeah, men, yeah, and tossing them around like bags of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Josh being a heavier guy though. Uh, there's an advantage for him, but also there's a disadvantage, which is that he's got to get up there and mm-hmm. crawl, you know, go hand over hand or, or do the he's old... He's got a shimmy. The, the crotch shimmy, Marine style. And we've seen vignettes with Josh Alexander. He's he said that he's not good at shimmying. He's a bad shimmier. Yeah. And that's going to be his major hang-up in right. this match. Yeah, it's like when Undertaker fought Jeff Hardy in a ladder match on Raw, and yeah. Undertaker was like, I don't give a fuck about a ladder match. And so, but everybody How was like, slow was that everybody, climb? everybody was like, maybe Jeff has a chance because it's a ladder <laughs> match for the belt, you know? Watch out, there's a ladder involved. Jeff didn't win, but it was like... The possibility was It was, was there. way better than if it would have been a regular match, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be a chair shot. And I think 
someone's going to bleed in this match, but I don't know if that gets me to the point where, where you want to where I want to watch it. How much does the pay-per-view cost? I think it's 29.99. I did not check. I know I should have, but it said here's the anniversary. Do you want to subscribe to the Impact subscription plan? For a year, for X months, or just do a one-time deal. I yeah, like, I'll click the one-time deal to one-time check the deal, price. Yeah, and it just took me to uh, the free streamer that was just playing the free feed from their Twitch. Right, twenty-four hours. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the price because hmm. part of the reason I was searching for the price and I got another email from mysterious JJ that said, That's "Quit weird. looking for the price. You're not gonna find it." That's so weird. JJ, what was the full what was the full email address? Do you remember? It was something like like Was it like Slap Nuts? Slap Nuts? Yeah, it was like slapnuts at at geocities.com. JJ. Jeff Jarrett. TNA's Jeff Jarrett? TNA's Jeff Jarrett. That's so weird. Well, I, we don't know if it is. Well, that's what we're assuming. But slapnuts at geocities.com. Okay, because this makes a lot more sense because or that probably email dot, probably 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 dot net. It was like a dot, it was a dot net. Probably dot net. But this makes more sense now because if he's the creator of TNA, yeah, and now he's harassing me via email and text about watching Slammiversary. But he's not affiliated. I didn't with think Impact so. That's why it was so weird. Anymore. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. I thought JJ his... is it Dylan? It's like he was just on AEW, so he's not. Maybe it's him because JJ Dylan's all like retired to Florida or something. Yeah. He's kicking back and nursing that broken shoulder he got in that first war games match that hawk and animal gave him from 1982 <laughs> or three he's nursing it he's nursing the gimmick you know he's nursing the gimmick so okay well this does make more sense uh, yeah. um hopefully i don't you know while in the middle of the show okay okay all right, all right let's keep going with the match yes yeah, so we have three more at? three more opponents and the first one is someone we do know oh yeah he's gonna be uh dlc in retromania and that's chris bay chris bay yes. you're a huge bay yeah i'm a bay bay <laughs> Yeah, you're a baby. I'm a baby. Yeah, it's B E Y B A Y. B E Y B A Y, baby. Chris Bay's from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. He's 5'9. I know. He weighs 165. I think that's that the lightest fella so far. Yes, that's the lightest fella so far. Uh, as one of the hottest free agents in professional wrestling, Chris Bay has now signed with Impact Wrestling. Prepare yourself for athletic high-flying action like only the ultimate finesser can provide. At Slammiversary, Chris Bay dethroned Willie Mack to become X-Division champion for the very first time. What's his signature move? Oh, it's the... um... Want me to give you hints? Who's your favorite wrestler in WWE? I don't need a... um... I don't need a hint, but who's my favorite wrestler in WWE right now? Like your old of all, all time, time, your favorite. He's Brett, like Bret Hart. No, like your favorite. Like he's got three initials. What's your favorite? Three initials that are all the same. Your favorite wrestler of all time. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. So what's Chris Bay's special the, call? The pedigree. No, it's called something similar to Triple H. What is it? What is the it? the um. It's triple something. You got so many alphabet tri- letters. <laughs> what's triple the, what? The the, the, the you one guess. Tri- the triple. The triple B? No, it's the triple C. We're so close. <laughs> yeah, I get it why you said triple B. You're thinking <sighs> One triple letter B. Away. Triple B, but it was the triple Chris, I guess. Triple C. Damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, what was the, you were like, oh, triple H. And what was the, what, what, so what's his finish called? And I was going to be like the, um, the, the uh, back snabbing, brown nosing sycophant. 
He just loves the business so much he's got to marry into it. Rohit Raju from Hyderabad, India. I think that's how you pronounce it. Hyderabad, yeah. India. Height, 5'8". Weight, 172. From his roots in the Desi Hit Squad, Rohit Raju has raised the ire of the Impact fan base through his often disrespectful actions in ring. At Emergence, we watched that. You remember that one? Emergence, back in May? Oh, yeah. Emergence, of course. Yeah, that followed um, uh, Solaris, and then, then before that, it was... Um, Polaris. Polaris, yeah. right. At Emergence, the Desi Hitman defeated Chris Bay and TJP in a three-way match to become X Division champion. I like that all these bios are telling you when they became the champion at one time. With Are any of them the current champion? The top one, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander is mm-hmm. currently, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. With Shara by his side, there's no telling what Rohit will accomplish next. Yeah. Her, and if I'm yeah. mispronouncing his name, I apologize. Last up. He actually don't have his move here listed, so oh. I couldn't. Uh, what type of move do you think his finisher is? Based on his, oh, he's disrespectful. Called, well, it's he's called, called the, the Desi Hitman. Yeah, this the Trash Jacker. Is it like a? Is it like a? It's a trash jacker. <laughs> okay. It's a, is it a leg um, move, like a like a sharpshooter type. No, move? it's a it's a um it's a muscle buster type thing where you got him up like a muscle buster, but then instead of doing a suplex, you drop to your ass. So it's like a neck breaker. Okay. It's called the trash jacker. Trash jacker. It's a good name. I know. Petey Williams from Windsor. It says O-N, Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Height, 5'7". Yeah. Weight, 179 pounds, thus making Chris Bay the lightest of the competitors. Yeah. As former member of Team Canada, Petey Williams wears his heart and sleeve when it comes to his love for his home country. The former X-Division champion is back with a fierce determination and, of course, his influential finishing move, known as the blah, 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 will... Will Maple Leaf Muscle set his sights on the Activision, X-Division title once again? What is his move called? It's in his bio there. His move? I feel like you actually do know it. Of course. Is the Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> you got one right, my man. Yeah, you know who Petey is, I feel, huh? I do know Petey because Petey was, has been around a long time. And um, I, I have to wonder... Is Petey going home with the X Division champion? Well, does Petey still is Petey still gonna use a Canadian destroyer now that it's a now that it's been totally devalued, like and everyone is doing it and it's nonsense. Like, I hope he does probably, and, and, and I hope he win. I hope he hits it and he wins with it. I mean, that's what Fuego del Sol tries to do with his tornado, tornado DT basic move now, yeah. but hey, or a uh, uh, Robert Rude. Mr. Rude right. um, tags with Mr. Ziggler. Yeah. His is, at least it was, when he was singles. I don't know if that's changed or not. Yeah. Mike and I actually know. I'm not going to do that yet. I need to know now who's going to win. Petey Williams is going to win. You think Petey's going to take Petey's it? going to win. It's a nostalgia pick. People love a comeback. Mm-hmm. You know, Petey Williams is one, one of the first X Division champions you know, 15, 16, 17 years ago. Okay. And I think that that would be, yeah, right? 
Like, he was, uh, one of the pioneers of this whole thing. So, yeah, let's get him, uh, let's get him a win. Let's give him belt, right? Yeah, I think it's Chris Bay. Chris Bay is yeah, definitely going to win, right? Why not? Chris Bay is definitely well, going to win. Well, maybe. He's maybe, got the most name recognition maybe in the match. Chris, oh, whoa. No, me, Chris Bay is not For the current, bigger the current, than Petey Williams. The current crop of Impact wrestlers, Stop. I believe. I mean, you and I are watching Impact every Tuesday on, on Twitch, so we know. like Obviously, I know who's popular and who's yeah, not. Yeah, and you, right? it's undeniable Chris Bay is one of the more popular. Chris Bay is very popular, but Petey Williams has an entire country in his corner. Hold on a second. I just got a text message from from JJ that said uh, Chris Bay stole my lunch money four weeks ago and is a an asshole. That's weird. It's very weird. It says stop talking about Chris Bay or I'll slit your tires. What? I don't like that either. It escalated, what? right? Slit your tires from JJ. Oh my! Which, it's got to be Jeff, right? I mean, you would. Th- I, I don't know. Hold but on, I, I just got a photo. It's hard to. The photos of a sharp guitar pick. A sharp guitar pick? Like he's gonna use the guitar pick to fucking like. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! Let me see. There's really tiny lettering. There's like an. Im- Is that it's not so, the brand like a little of the pick? Ingra- it says. Let me see what this says on there. No, it's not. It's not Dunlop. It's not Fender. It's. It just says, "Ain't I great?" Huh. Ain't I great? That's. It's not, gotta not, be I'm, him. I'm not gonna worry about it. He doesn't even know where you live. How could he know where it's I'm parked? Gotta you know, be I'm not, him. I'm not gonna worry about it. So I think it's Chris Bay. You think it's Petey? We're gonna uh, ruminate on these decisions, uh, but more from our sponsors while we think about it. remember me i was the only football player in the history of the florida gators to lose both shoes while running for not one but two touchdowns in a single half and after my stellar college career i'm proud to say i became a member of the nfl's Tampa bay buccaneers from 1976 to 1976 but even though my playing career was over i was just getting started because in 1978, I opened up my very first Ricky Starks Honda Chevrolet and Ford dealership right here in Tampa. And today, I'm proud to say I'm the most successful automobile sales professional in the entire Southeastern Conference. I personally own and operate 11 franchise establishments across nine states. And today, I want to tell you that in the coming year, I'm opening up lucky number 12. But Ricky, you may ask yourself, aren't you already the vehicle sales industry leader among all the Gulf Coast? Well, friend, that's right, I am. And that's why I'm proud to announce that the newest location of Ricky Stark's Honda Chevrolet and Ford will be in Bakersfield, California. We're throwing an entire continental dealership extravaganza at you, folks, and I can't think of a better man to be in charge of our new West Coast franchise chain than my big brother, Dickie Starks. Ain't that right, Dick? Yes, it is, Ricky. Oh, uh, everybody, this is, this is Dickie Starks. Y'all remember me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, y'all. Y'all remember. I made, uh, <laughs> made a brief appearance on 60 Minutes in 1974, and then again in 1975 on account of me being the only man to ever streak across the field in multiple and consecutive Orange Bowl games and then, then lead the police on a 
Cosby pursued across multiple state lines. No, that was me. Anyway, speaking of which, I had something, uh, it went real sour on me a couple weeks ago out here, so I'm recording this message on a buddy's old Tascam 4 track somewhere in the, uh, middle of, well, actually, I guess I probably shouldn't say where on account of maybe some police is listening. But anyway, I, I got me one of them GoFundMe kind of deals going on for, uh, you know, various, uh, expenses. So anything y'all can, can contribute to help old Dickie Starks out would be real appreciated right about now and uh oh hell i'm running out of touch uh, anyway uh come on down to ricky Star- thanks dick well folks there it is you heard it on january 9th and that's a saturday by the way roll your fine selves on down to the corner of Loxby and ventura boulevard right across the street from the historic ventura circle k and get ready to open your minds to the finest automobiles that American dollars can buy. That's Ricky Starks, Honda, Chevrolet, and Ford. And when you get there, just ask for Dickie Starks and tell him, hey, Ricky sent you. And as far as Ricky's concerned, y'all are family too, because at Ricky Starks, Honda, Chevrolet, and Ford, we remember you. Welcome back. We're back. Mike and I have we've actually it's been about four hours since we paused it because we've been really going back and forth about, you know, the 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 potential ramifications of what happens if we watch Slammiversary. We talked about some of the what ifs. If we watch it and we if if we watch it and then. and on 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 uh Sunday yeah. the eighteenth, yeah, we wake up. What's happening because we watched it? Right. Are we better off? Are we better off? Have our lives improved? Are wildfires happening? Uh, do Are the people that we may or may not be in love with... Have they moved to L.A.? Have they... Are they, are they in a different city? Or are they back in the city that you live in and not there's dating someone can, else? Yeah, and there's nothing right? you can do about it. Right. It, what happens if Mount St. Helens erupts again? You know, it, there's um, there's a lot of th- you know, there's there's uh, if the tectonic plates shift under the West Coast, you know, I don't know if you saw the movie San Andreas. I didn't. That's a if big per- <laughs> that po- that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if the person uh, you're in love with is like, I'll be back for five days. I need a place to stay. Yep. Uh, can I crash with you? It's like what that could happen. Didn't it? Didn't maybe, but it maybe didn't, it but will. Maybe next time, if we watch Slammiversary, maybe it'll. Maybe it will if Slammiversary. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. People could watch Slammiversary. I don't know, man. There's a lot of different things that could happen. Hmm. You know, hmm. lot could happen if we watch Slammiversary, but we don't know for sure. So that's why we're like, do we watch it? Do we not? What do we? You that, know, it's the ultimate question. Like when it's interesting, we talked about free will at the top of the show. Yeah, because right? like I feel like we have it right now. Me too. I, I feel, feel like, like we're, we're exercising. I feel our like right. it's a choice to choose the idea that you have free will, and that watching Slam Anniversary or not slamming, watching Slam Anniversary could affect <laughs> your could affect your life in some yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like what it's like Neil Pert wrote, man. 
Yeah, he what he wrote you when can you listen to it, Phantom Fears. Yeah. Right? My favorite or some, from some celestial voice. My favorite verse though of what he wrote was That was my favorite line from Neil Peart. Yeah, Peart. It's good. It's good. Next match on record that's been announced. It's a one-on-one. It's Moose versus Chris Sabin, typically a tag team competitor. Chris Sabin. Let me read you the bio of this match. Okay. The lead up here. When an enraged Moose demanded answers from Scott Demore. Demore. Demore, he's the owner. Right. For being screwed out of the Impact World title, he was instead met head-on by a vengeful Chris Sabin. Several weeks ago, Saban was taken out of action by Moose. Now Saban is back with one goal in mind, to humble the self-proclaimed wrestling god. Will that happen? What will happen when these two rivals collide at Slammother? What are you talking about, Moose? We're- yeah, tell me about Moose. Moose is from Orlando, Florida. Right. And when you see Moose, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. He played for the Gators, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big, he's a big linebacker from the Gators. Yeah. I think yeah. he did play football, actually. Yeah. Moose? Probably, yeah. We don't know Moose's bio. Yeah, we, we might. Actually, yeah. we might. Oh, it says right here. <laughs> we know. We love Moose. We know Moose. Height, 6'5". <sighs> Weight, 299. Wow. Moose's six years as an offensive lineman playing for the NFL prepared him to become a standout in the world of professional wrestling. The two-time Impact Grand Champion. I think it's you hold both those belts, the Impact and the TNA belt. I think it's the Grand Champion. Right, yeah. Moose is very important. Yeah, I think it's Kenny Omega is that right now. Moose is easily one of Impact's most hard-hitting competitors. With a passion for athletics and knowledge in the industry, Moose is able to set himself apart from the rest. Moose continues to reinvent himself and is a fixture of the main event picture. Is a fixture of the main event picture. What does the future hold for Mr. Impact Wrestling? What's his signature move? Oh, uh, for uh, it's the uh, it's the uh, the dead eye. It's the like, like hangman. It's no, not like hangman. It's slingshot. The, it's the um. It's the the um. It's called the lights out. The lights out. Yeah. You, I knew you knew it. I knew it. Because we love Moose. Yeah. That was a devastating loss to Kenny Omega. You were talking about that for weeks when he lost to Omega a few weeks ago. You were talking about for weeks. Yeah, I was really upset. I definitely watched it. Yeah, you it, haven't You haven't actually stopped talking about it. Yeah, it just it, it really upset me. So I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't want to get upset on Mike. Okay, well, that's fair. Can I tell you about Chris Saban now? Yeah. He's one half of the Motor City Machine Guns. Right. He's from Detroit, Michigan. His weight and height were not there because it was like a tag team page. They just didn't include their stuff. Hmm. <laughs> Chris and the bio is also the tag team. Chris Saban and Alex Shelley, the other half of the Motor City Machine Guns, are one of the one of the most popular and successful tag teams in Impact Wrestling history. They made their shocking return at Slammiversary and put the entire tag team division on notice. Saban and Shelley dethroned the North, which is Mr. Alexander as the longest-reigning tag team champions in Impact history, adding yet another milestone to his list of 
to their list of accolades. So that's more about the motion, the 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 Motor City machine guns than it is Chris Sabin. But right, what's their signature move together? Um, the uh, it's the um, it's the big block. That's exactly right. The big block dirt bomb is what they call it. Sometimes you just call it the dirt bomb for short, but it originated as the big block when we first started watching it because they're one of the longest reigning uh, tag team groups. Right, big block dirt bomb. Yeah, they did a big big block. Let's talk about this match. Is this match, what does it do for you on your anticipation uh, for the event meter? Does it move the needle? Not as much as I would like. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't feel... Like, I just feel like Moose should always be in a the heavyweight championship picture. Yeah. You know? And this feels like... It's like, okay, we have to include Moose on the pay-per-view. This is a grudge match, yeah. It's a grudge match, but it it doesn't feel... Like, I would want Moose in a bigger... Like, in a bigger role, mm-hmm. you know? What about you? Well, I don't like the... Uh, Motor City machine guns I never have and uh, I know when we used to go to the early events when we were there in person down in um, in the Universal Studios when yeah. they filmed down there yeah. when, when Hogan was big Hogan and Flair and were there and it was Sting was there Bischoff Foley was there and Bischoff and Jeff Jarrett oh wait Jeff Jarrett goes by JJ sometimes yeah you said yeah like his dad Jerry Jerry Jarrett Jerry yeah could it be Jerry Jarrett that's texting me? How old is he? Is he alive? <laughs> Maybe? Yeah. It's just... It hasn't been the same since Mick Foley left, I feel, with with Impact. Yeah, nothing's That was when you and I were the biggest. Yeah. That's, we, used, yeah. we used to rent episodes on the PlayStation Network on our PlayStation 3 and watch it together in the basement. And... It's four ninety nine per episode from Spike TV. Yeah, it was really hot in that basement. It was too. really hot, but I felt so hot. We had to wear swimsuits. We had to wear swimsuits, and we actually had to wear the swimsuits with underwear though, because it was so hot. The lining just clung, and when they make Mike, I don't know if you know this. When they make the lining, it's meant because you're going to be submerged in water. In water. So when you're just sweating, it just clings, and that was the biggest problem with that night. I think. Yeah, but there were a lot of problems with that night, though. Yeah. There were a lot. That was the biggest. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the, that was the biggest <laughs> Because problem. I think there the problem was is the beanbag chairs just not were not equipped for the amount of sweat that we were accumulating in the in the trunks, the swim trunks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had to throw no, those chairs out. I'm sorry out. about that, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, that they you had you should to... be. I had to throw the chairs out. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. I understand. I know that you're... Um, as a result of uh, our, ex- you know, our expenses watching Impact, yeah, um, I'm still over paying. that summer. Yeah, I'm still paying back Wells Fargo. You're, and and I'm sorry. I am sorry that your grandmother had to choose between us watching Impact and her and her medicine. Yeah, it was. That was a big moment. Yeah, rest in peace. She will be missed and is missed, but. She left me a beautiful book with all her letters, and I read it every day. And that gets me through 
my thought process of should I keep watching TNA because they killed my grandmother. Right. And yeah, you think that I'm would fi- be kind of a simple, you think it would be, but it's not. But when Petey Williams is on the card, it's not. Yeah. Right. Petey Williams. There's a lot of, there's a really a lot to like so far about this card. Yeah. There's a lot to like about it. So, but Moose, right. Moose and Chris Saban, no good. Well, no, it's it's good. I think it's good. I just I wish that Moose I wish that Moose was in a bigger role. But it, it's still it's still good that Moose is on the card. Yeah, you know. Um. So what's what's the what's the other match that we know on the card? What's the, the what's the third one that we know? That we know, which is is the main event. Yeah, it is. Kenny Omega. Yeah. With Don Callis. Yeah. Champion. Versus, Sammy. Callahan, a guy that creeps Mike out and he thinks is disgusting. He hates Sammy Callahan. I feel like I'm putting words into Mike's mouth, but tell me about Sammy Callahan before yeah. I tell you the lead up. No, I remember Sammy Callahan in uh, in NXT as um, as uh, Rexter Blankenship, mm-hmm. the computer hacker, um, yeah. the computer hacker slash. Um, uh, 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 dude that lived in a in a, a cave filled with rats, mm-hmm. um, and he sort he was of in the weaponized back, he was in the back of, of full sail, kind of doing his thing with doing his like kind of weaponized bad hygiene, mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a bastion mm-hmm. booger sort mm-hmm. of a thing, but for the twenty first century, yeah, you know what I mean, modern day booger, yeah, modern day bug, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'm, we, me and and me and Cal's go way back. Yeah, I remember again when we were down at Universal Studios that one time, and he just spit directly in your mouth on a on. Well, we he says it was an accident. Yeah, but you were cheering for the other guy, and you're like, oh yeah, and your mouth is wide open. Wide he open. Just, he didn't like it because he was the heel, and he's like, I'm gonna put my heel tactics to the test and just yeah. lugged right in your mouth. You yeah, lugged it, and then I I had to go to the doctor. I got a bunch of tests, but it took like a couple of weeks to get them back. So I spent pretty much the entire I spent probably like 20 consecutive days in a, just a, a one long panic attack, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why you're kind of rooting against Sammy, I feel, in this match. Yeah, I think that, that we have beef, you know? I think we have beef. And unlike you and I, we just squashed the beef earlier, yeah. talking about uh, the person I'm Well, you didn't lug in, in my mouth, dude. Yeah, what if, what if like, you came back reading your final drink, and you're like, why do you have my drink? And I was like, I thought you left, and then you just spit in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah. Because you were so like mad payback. and enraged. Like payback. Yeah. Well, that's different because you, you, it's possible that you might have actually deserved it based on you sort of you Possibly. Know, usurping my drink and besmirching what you thought was my memory. Even it though would I be was just I, you could have gone inside and checked. It would, it would have been such there. a uh, uh, it would have ruined the evening with the love of my life. <laughs> you spit in my mouth. Which didn't happen, thankfully. Didn't happen. This is all theoretical, but Sammy did do it. Did. And that's why you have beef. But let me tell you about this right. match. Yeah. Wouldn't have mattered anyway if I would have spit in your mouth. It wouldn't have made any difference. We're good friends. Sammy's not your friend. Yeah, wouldn't have mattered. Still wouldn't have. Nobody was staying at your place. Yeah. No one No one was No one was sticking around. Uh, Don Callis did everything in his power to keep Sammy, Hall- Sammy Callahan away from the Impact World Champion, Kenny Omega. 
including firing him at against all odds. I remember that. You remember watching that one? Oh, yeah, definitely. All the odds were against him. Yeah, they were stacked. But after the Anthem board of directors re- uh, reversed his decision and instead fired Callis from his role as Impact Executive Vice President, the main event for Slammiversary is now official. Kenny Omega will defend the Impact World Championship against Sammy Callahan. As Callahan looks to bring the Impact World title back home, are Omega's days as champion numbered? Dang. Let me tell you about Sammy. He's from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. He's 5'9", 210 pounds. Some would call him a psychopath, but Sammy Callahan calls himself the draw. Claiming he's the reason fans tune into Impact Wrestling. The former leader of Ohio vs. Everything made a splash upon his arrival to Impact Wrestling at Bound for Glory 2017. Oh, I was hyped for that moment, but but when he came back, you were like, no, he spit in my mouth. Yep. I can't be Yeah, I was upset. Yeah, and you're, you're still kind of like, I wish he did more in NXT, but he's back now. Yep. And he's been relentless ever since. Sammy reached the pinnacle of success at Impact Wrestling when he defeated the ch- then-champion Brian Cage on the debut of Impact on Access TV in October 2019 to become the Impact World Champion. Sammy has since left his OVE members behind, revealing himself as the ICU hacker, using technology and mind games to get into the heads of his opponents, which leads me to think the hacker thing was his idea and not Triple H's. Sammy is one of the toughest, most skilled competitors in the ring at Impact Wrestling, but he isn't afraid to use his his black baseball bat if somebody gets in his way to reclaiming the Impact World Championship. Big bio. Big bio for Sammy, because it's the main event. Mike's got his, the look on his face right now is not amused. He's not impressed. He's not uh, bewildered. He's not giving any care to Sammy Callahan. Is that accurate? Look, I don't know what you want from me. You know, you tell me when a you know if you want to if you if you, if you're oh, like excited about talking about a dude that lugged in your mouth. You know, next time that happens to you, yeah, you you well I'll I'll do I'll interview you. We'll do a little 2020 Diane Sawyer Barbara Walters deal where we'll sit down and I'll ask you a bunch of questions about the about the. The person who assaulted you with spit. That's fair. I don't mean to bring it up, but he's in the match, and I it kind of it goes without what well, it goes with saying that I have to bring it up. I know it, it, he's topic of conversation. You know. I know. But so is his opponent. Yeah. Kenny Omega. Yeah. From Winnipeg. Yeah. Manitoba, Canada. Wrestling capital of the world. Build at a height of six feet, even weight. 203 pounds. This is the ideal Baxter Sycamore body. <laughs> Signature move. Won't say it because you know what it is. But this is from... All these bios so far have been from Impact, but he does not have one on Impact because mm. he is an outsider. Yeah. So I just took his Wikipedia entry. Yeah. Omega is an executive vice president of All Elite Wrestling, AEW, in which he is also a performer. In addition, he appears in Lucha Libre AAA Worldwide and Impact Wrestling with which AEW has partnerships. Omega currently holds three world championships across their respective promotions, the AEW World Championship, the AAA Mega Championship, and the Impact World Championship, all in his first reign. He is also a former AEW World Tag Team Champion, and this isn't here, but also a former lots of other titles. Lots of titles. Yep. 
Yep. What's his signature move? Come the, on. The one-winged angel. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's the one. I knew it. So, who's going to win this match? Yeah. Um, yeah, Kenny Omega's going to win. I think he's going to be able to get the one-winged angel off before Sammy can get Dracula's G-string um, applied. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 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 I think that it's better... You know, it's better for business for Impact Wrestling to have Kenny Omega as their champion. You know, Don Callis is probably making that argument himself. It's like you could, like it's better for Impact Wrestling to have Kenny Omega as their champion than it is to have anybody on the Impact And that's the, that's the problem, right? Yeah. This is serious talk now. That's a problem. Because I think of all the talent, if Moose couldn't take it from him, Sammy is the only that I can think of high profile enough to actually beat Kenny and bring the title back. For their mm. roster, I can't think of anyone else. Swan could come back. That's true. He he does he does deserve a title, a, re- Swan a rematch. Could, yeah, but other than that, like, I mean, I wa- we watch it every Tuesday. Yeah, we're religious about so how we know much the we entire roster. So we know everybody. So what yeah. happens? Okay. Garrison Frost isn't ready. No, he's, he's not still ready. got a, he's still got a few weeks of rehab. Yeah, he's like his, some of his fingers are still got bum fingers. His neck and ankle and wrist are all fine, but his yeah. fingers are kind of jacked still. Is what I read on Twitter. Um, <laughs> but I'm serious. Like, what happens if we wake up that Sunday morning? Yeah, the 18th, having watched Slammiversary, but also having witnessed Sammy Callahan beat Kenny Omega for the title. What's the repercussions there for the old loogie in your mouth guy himself? Oh, I mean, I think it'd be a tremendous feather in his cap, but yeah. I think that Kenny Omega would probably have to retire. He just relinquish the other two belts. Yeah, He's... just sort of give up and be like, "You oh, give okay, those well, belts." Clearly, to I don't. Uh, something happened where I don't have it anymore. I'm, I'm no, I'm no longer a <laughs> here's the a AAA world wrestler. title. Here's the AEW world title. I have to give all this stuff up because yeah. you know, I it, it's it's clear to me that I would be better suited to doing I don't know flipping burgers or. Do you think? Maybe maybe he'll be a Wall Street trader guy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. A yeah. real, real question. Do you think if we don't watch Slammiversary and also Kenny Omega wins, does the love of my life move back? Or like... I feel like if we do watch it and Kenny loses, she definitely doesn't move back. Mm. But I feel like if we watch and he doesn't win, yeah. then I feel like you've got like a 75% chance that maybe maybe she thinks about coming yeah. back. That's what's good. I can deal with that. But if we watch and uh-huh. then he just wins. Yeah. Sammy or Kenny? Kenny. Kenny. If we watch and he wins, then I feel like that's a done deal. Like, you know, she's coming back. She's coming back. So maybe we have to watch it. Well, you maybe you do. I don't have a horse in this race. So That's true. That that is true. Have you thought about asking her? Why would I do that? Well, so you know what decision to make. Like, will you come back if I watch Slammiversary? <laughs> oh, right, pose it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you now. I get you now. I thought like, you just meant like Regarding Slammiversary, yeah. what are the conditions that need to be met for us to get married? I could give her the match card. Yeah. And be like, of these matches, who has to win and who has to lose yeah. to guarantee a higher percentage of of us uh, marrying and have children and buying kids? House! <laughs> buying a house! Buying kids. Buying kids. Buying kids. Having a house. <laughs> uh, or back, uh, Sarah in the background just say, uh, of course, buying kids, hand motion. She understands. <laughs> she 
<laughs> understands that completely. Yep. But uh, that's all adoption is. You're just buying a kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about the whole legal process. Yeah. It's probably harder than getting a PO box, yeah. I assume. Oh well, we know it's yeah. no, we know it's not as hard as getting a PO box. Good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a done deal. Nope, more red tape. I'm not. As we wind this up, wrap this up. I'm not. I'm not quite convinced yet if we should watch it or not. No, I think we're gonna have to take the week to really okay. just digest it, kind of process, and. Uh, and, um, you know, well, I think we'll let everybody know next week what our decision was. Definitely. You know? Um, so that's all I really have to say about it. Okay. Um, Man, this yeah. has been a really great episode. It's been a great episode. Really we, productive. It's really productive. Um, yeah. Should we watch Slammiversary? That's what this episode was called. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't, well, here we are at the end. And Maybe we haven't. let's tweet at Impact on Tuesday. Yeah. And, and have them kind of weigh in and be like, should we watch? And the only poll answer will be one of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, no, let's put a, a poll, poll up. For Slam. Okay. We'll put a poll up. On, Where can we'll people find the poll? The, yeah, we'll put a poll up on the Twitter. Yeah, so it's Tope Suicida Pod. That's the Twitter handle. It's the same name uh, on Instagram, Tope Suicida Pod. If you want to email us, Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. I'm at Mike from TV on Twitter, at Mike from Television on Instagram. Bo is at Bo Rosser on all platforms. And as I mentioned previously, just a few minutes ago, we, it's, I really thought I had the fucking P.O. box nailed down for the hard mail, but it's I don't. It's those forms, man. We talked, I don't. Yeah, it's, I, don't. It's, it's I thought the six forms were it, but there's just a pile more. There's like a dozen more yeah. that I've got You know when you up. buy something online and there's like a service fee, like a ticket? Yeah. It's like that's one of those those first six forms are almost like a service fee. They're like the supplementary uh, thing to the rest of what you have to do. So, yeah, it sucks. It's like the when you're at the festival that you want to get and you're just trying to get a beer yeah. but you have to stand in the line to get the tickets to get the, yeah. to stand in the line to get the beer. Yeah. Right? It's a sham. Yeah. And by the time you get up there now you're more thirsty and you want two beers, but you have to go back and get another ticket. Yep. And it's a whole serpentine situation. And it turns out you were just in the cotton candy line to begin with. Yeah, so you don't need that even, kind of sugar. It's you don't hot want, today. You don't want it. It's the hottest day ever it's in Portland history. You're just, you're just not even cotton candy by the time you get it. You just end up with a with a pink and blue hand. Yeah, hand and it's just, and it's, it's you're crystallized. Licking, you're just licking your hand all day. <laughs> and then you're sticky afterwards, which is not great. Yeah. Most situations, it's not good to be sticky. Mm -mm, don't want to be Every sticky. Every once in a while, yes. But Yeah, it's, sometimes it's fun. Uh, we have one final uh, advertisement before we get out of here. Uh, so we'll check you all next week. Hey, come on down to, to Clint's credenzas. We're, we got a sale going on for 4th of July. We got a Slammiversary sale going on coming up. You know, it's a couple weeks before Slammiversary, but we... I was thinking I got I bought some time here on the Tope Suicida podcast. I was thought I'd talk about Holy Fountain Wrestling's big promotion. We're trying to save the town, and we need you to come out instead of spending money on anniversary. How about instead you spend money on this nice oak credenza we have for fifty nine ninety nine? That's five hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine. You can have a payment plan if you do not have the cash to buy up front. That's all right. We don't turn anyone away at Cut Cats Credenzas, no sir. If you've got a 1973 Chevy Nova that's in good condition, well, maybe we can work a trade. I got a parking lot out back that I'm making all kinds of trades all day. Someone brought in a Buick for a nice mahogany credenza, and I made that swap perfect. And also, we have a wide variety of Persian rugs. 
We love rugs here at Clint Coquette. Oh, I mean, Coquette's credenzas. I'm Clint. That's my name. You don't need to watch Slamversary because you just come on down here. We got old archive footage of Holy Fountain Wrestling playing, you know, 24-7. Holy Fountain Wrestling, that's right. Come on down because here to Happy Wands in Happy Wax, Texas, there's only one game in town. and It's Holy Fountain Wrestling, the wrestling promotion that's going to save our town. That's right. Big business trying to move in, take all the small business out. We're saying absolutely not. We're standing up to them. And the way that you can support Happy Wax Texas is to come on down to Holy Fountain Wrestling. Come on down to Cookettes Credenza. Hey, Clint, are you recording that ad? Clint, are you recording this? What? Mark. It's Mark. Are you recording that ad? Because I just got a letter from the mayor that says the town's doing great. Mark? What are you doing in here? I'm recording my advertisement. Well, I know that the premise of the advertisement was about, you know, saving the town, but the mayor here saying the town's fine. You're a fucking idiot. Oh, you know that, Mark? How much do I pay you an hour? About thirteen fifty. Thirteen fifty. And do I, did anywhere in the job description when I hired you, did it say you can, you should bug your boss while he's doing important advertisement at work? <laughs> I mean, every time you come in here, it's just, it costs an extra $25 to the bill. Listen, I'm just trying to save you some money, Mr. Coquette. I'm not really, I'm not, if you want to do the ad, that's fine. Well, this just, is making in the ad. I can't afford an editor. No, I, 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 I know, but just so you know, I do have some experience using Final Cut Pro, so oh. if you were. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Maybe you can come on over. Uh, no, Friday. I want. I don't want to do it at your house. Uh, I don't want to do it at your well, house. Well, Lorraine's making a good brisket. Well, Lorraine's making a good brisket. Yeah. We was talking about you, Mark. If you sure you don't want to. Yeah. No. I'm. 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 I'm good. I'd rather do it here. Uh, at the at the office. All right. If that's okay with you, because uh, last time I came over, you 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 kept asking me to, you know. Do, do stuff that well, I wasn't really I, I, comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, well, I thought it was copacetic. I don't think this part should be in the ad, but maybe you can edit it out. So, why are you looking at me like that, Mark? You're giving me this weird looks. I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. You better not make me fill out a form on you. <laughs> Is that? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Is that a threat, Clint? Or you want to fill a form? No, out? No, I'm just explaining my feelings to you right now. I feel kind of upset. So I don't think maybe you should. I think maybe you should get the fuck out of here well i'm very confused i'm confused now clint because you're saying you're saying these main things but you're kind of poking your butt in my direction listen what i want to know is if you think these shorts look good number one and number two if you think what kind of a man you think you are a big strong man probably like 262 pounds i'm not coming over that you're gonna come on in no, here i'm not coming just over just tell your boss what to do maybe and maybe pick up that paddle off the ground. Tell me maybe, what to do. Maybe if you want, you can spit in my mouth. Look, Mr. Coquette, <laughs> I'm not... Uh, it was. You're right. It was a mistake. It was a mistake to come in here. And uh, I apologize. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just step out. I'm going to step out. I'll be at my workstation. If you need anything that has to do with the selling of credenzas or the promotion of a wrestling organization. Those are the two areas in which I'm able to help. And that's why you should come on down to Clint Cookett's credenzas to save Holy Fountain Wrestling. Save our town. Save our town.
Guadalupe Suicida What Wrestling Can Be is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.